Okay. Um, I brought some water so I don't get all hoarse and keep coughing. Um, and a few, a few ladies moved up front. So if anyone's in the back that can't hear me, keep raising your hand. Um, yeah, thanks for sticking around, not bailing after the first half. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, who, who's the Holy Spirit? What are his roles, uh, you know, his offices? What are his titles? You know, how is he known? How do we see him? Um, <clears throat> how is he related to, like, the mission of Christ in the church? Um, uh, <laughs> right, that's basically what we just talked about. Um, so the question remains, uh, like, what's, what's our role? What's our role in this? Um, and there's a lot. There's a lot that we can share. Um, <clears throat> but we'll just share kind of like two primary things. Um, and if you're following along, this is like the I'd say like the third page, second page technically, but kind of third printed. Um, uh, this is this is again what the church would say. This is paragraph 704 in the Catechism. And so the question is like, how do we share in this mission? It's it's by doing this by bearing within our bodies the divine form. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, this is what this is what the church says. Um, <clears throat> God fashioned man with his own hands, that is, the Son and the Holy Spirit, and impressed his own form on the flesh he had fashioned in such a way that even what was visible might bear the divine form. So I'm pausing for effect. If you, Just think about that, like, in all seriousness. If the if it's true, like if the faith is true, and it is, <clears throat> this is amazing. Your body, like each of us, it, it was impressed in its own form. God impressed his own form on the flesh he had fashioned in such a way that even what was visible, even our bodies would bear the divine form. <clears throat> So there's this capacity in our bodies to bear the divine form, like the image of God. Crazy. So cool. It's by experiencing God, otherwise like by <clears throat> like relating to God, by you know, encountering the Holy Spirit, however you want to say it, those those that that's how we share in it. Uh, it's through that experience of God, like that our bodies <clears throat> bear the divine form, right? And I'll go back right to the analogy, the image of uh, of spouses, like what was visible would bear the divine form. Like man and woman have the capacity through their love to come together to create new life. That's the way that <clears throat> God gave us to like at a base level to understand his love for us. That's so cool. So cool. And it's so intimate. <clears throat> it, it's amazing. So, <clears throat> so Christ left, right? He said, it's better that I go so I can send you the advocate. Why? Because of Pentecost, the church's birthday. So <clears throat> this is what the scriptures say. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. 
So the Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. It's this promise that no matter no matter what, like I'll be with you. I will never leave you. Even when you can't see me, it, it's written into your body. Like I'm always with you. <clears throat> that is um, that is love. Like that is amazing. The experience of that love, like that's what a spirit-filled person is, right? Um, <clears throat> that's a person who's living out of this this love, and that's where like we see <clears throat> the Holy Spirit like through one another, like again through the things that that we love that move us that like affect other people all for like the glory of god um otherwise like it said the glory of god is man fully alive if you've never heard that um there's so much truth to that that's how we get to share in that that intimacy like that oily intimacy um this like intimate connection with god and it can feel um it can feel like i mean that sounds like a lot i don't know if i want to be like that like that close to god there's maybe some stuff that's going on or i've like never even thought about that or never heard that um that that just sounds i don't know like like that that just sounds like way too much so so the church is with us and and they're even with us like in the catechism in order it's like they can like it's like our church can like our our mother church can predict how we're going to react to this like this gift when the holy spirit sanctifies us he makes us into the image of christ so we begin to regain the heritage that we were given in the beginning and humanity that we lost. And he does this by bestowing gifts on his children. And he takes us by the hand to build us up into what we're made for. So he does this by giving us these these like little these little gifts so we can start to see him. Start to feel like, okay, like maybe I can <clears throat> maybe I can like creak the door a little bit more. Um maybe. So so this is how it works. <clears throat> God is love. Love is his first gift containing all the others. Um, That's the base. But because we're dead or at least wounded through sin, the first effect of the gift of love is the forgiveness of our sins. So that's where we start. Um, That's where we start. And that that makes sense. The communion of the Holy Spirit in the church (laughs) restores the baptized to the divine likeness lost through sin. You remember when I said that earlier, right? We retain the image, we lost the likeness. It wasn't something I made up because it made sense. Like that's that's the church is telling us, right? <clears throat> like through that, we're restored to divine likeness in the forgiveness of our sins. So we can actually be like, you go into the confessional, you come out forgiven, you are again in the image and the likeness of God. So cool. Like you have the capacity like in you. It's like what God intended from the beginning in that moment. So cool. And so then what does he do? He gives us the pledge or the first fruits of our inheritance, the very life of the Holy Trinity, which is to love as God has loved us. 
And this is made possible because we've, we've received power from the Holy Spirit. What kind of power? Power to be a gift. That's the kind of power that we're given. So we're given like, like this likeness through the likeness, which comes from a forgiveness of sins. God says like, I, I, you don't need to just stay there. It's not about, <clears throat> it's not about like these things that you did that like need correcting. It's, it's an actual like spiritual growth, similar like how our bodies grow and develop throughout time. God is, he's, he's giving us those opportunities spiritually throughout our spiritual life. And he gives us this, like this power to, to be like him, to be a gift um, and, and, and to like it, like to enjoy it. <clears throat> and so this is the last bit in, in italics. Um, through the Holy Spirit, we are, <clears throat> all right, ready. There's a long list. We're restored to paradise, <clears throat> led back to the kingdom of heaven, adopted as children, given confidence to call God Father, and to share in Christ's grace, called children of light, and given a share in eternal glory. Doesn't that sound boring, awful, terrible? Like, that's amazing. Like, that's, it's, it's, the, it's the answer <clears throat> to every person's desire for happiness. In there. So cool. God's gift. Little by little, so that we can receive them. So where do we see it? If that's how we participate, where do we see it? And that's where we get to the church. Um, that's where we see it. The mission of Christ and the Holy Spirit is brought to completion in the church, which is the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit. So that joint mission that we've been talking about, it, it brings Christ, the catechism says, Christ faithful. Uh, it brings us to share in this communion with the Father and the Holy Spirit. The Spirit prepares men. He manifests the risen Lord to them, <clears throat> and he makes present the mystery of Christ, but supremely in the Eucharist, in order to reconcile us and to bring us into communion with himself, that we would bear much fruit. So the church's mission is not in addition to that of Christ and, and the Holy Spirit, but is its sacrament. So what does that mean? It means that, like, <clears throat> does anyone here, like, cook show hands, like, do you know what perfectionism is? Someone, ha, ah, yeah, I saw someone point at their spouse. Right, perfectionism, right, it's if you've ever had the experience that um, <clears throat> I won't be approved unless I do it right and being really consumed <clears throat> with the thing so that you'll be approved. I've had that experience a lot of times. But what the church is telling us <clears throat> is that the church's mission, right, this mission, <clears throat> it's not an addition to all this stuff we've been talking about. <clears throat> the church is its sacrament, which means, like, we participate it now in our limitations, in our brokenness, in our inabilities, just by saying yes. And, and that's it. So the church is the sacrament 
of the mission of Christ. Like all this stuff that we've been talking about. And all we have to do, all we have to do is just little by little, like just start to say yes. There's a saying I love about saints. Like what is a saint? A saint is a person that says yes to God and doesn't stop saying yes. That's, that's it. And that's so cool. Like that is, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the experience of God like in the church. Amazing. Because the Holy Spirit is the anointing of Christ, it's Christ who as the head of the body pours out the Spirit among his members to nourish, heal, organize them in their mutual functions, to give them life, send them to bear witness and associate them to his self-offering, to the Father and to, inter to his intercession for the whole world. Through the church's sacraments, Christ communicates his holy and sanctifying spirit to the members of his body. What do I want to touch on that? Just that like it has to do with basically everything Father Walmart was talking about when there was the question about burial, right? Uh, and it, it's because the body matters. Like the body matters. Um, the, the body matters. So God gave us ways to encounter him through the sacraments, ways that we can touch, hear, feel, um, experience God through our bodies. And in that way, like we're given these like these capacities like in the church, like to be the sacrament or like the expression of Christ who ascended to heaven and the Holy Spirit who who people are like, I don't even know what this thing is, <clears throat> but it's seen it's it's seen in it's seen in you. Right. And and me. And and it's it's really cool. Can you tell I'm like, I think this is amazing. It's because it's our it's our participation. It's not it's not distant. It's like it's right here. It's so, so cool. And what what does the church mean? What does the word church mean? The Latin ecclesia comes from the Greek, which I can't pronounce, so I'm just gonna tell you the translation of English, to call out of. <clears throat> so it's like this calling out. It's God calling out to us. Um, and our only like we have the choice, the opportunity to say to say yes, to say no. Um, um, and then uh, the equivalent Greek term uh, of, of like church, this calling together is also like uh, um, the word church, right? Which also means like what belongs to the Lord. So to be the church is really it's God calling us. Sorry, the beep threw me off. Okay. <clears throat> It's God calling us because we belong to him and it's us saying yes, right? It's it's um it's it's the the giver offering the gift to the one that he loves and the recipient saying I will receive the gift. <clears throat> um that's the participation in the church. The church is the body of Christ. Um the church is the body of Christ. <clears throat> So like um, we talked about how right, the church would say like Christ is the word and it comes through God's breath, right? The Holy Spirit like from the very beginning, right? <clears throat> these are still there's still like bodily ways of, of God, like showing us how to understand him and his mystery. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this about like um, I just think this is really cool as a tangent of like all these different ways um, that seem intangible that are actually tangible. 
when a person speaks or when noise is made, sound is made, like I'm not touching any, I can't like, I can't reach anybody, right? Um, <clears throat> but what happens when you hear my voice is the vibrations that we can't see, they go through space and time um, and they go into your ear and they actually make contact with your eardrum. And you have these like three little ossicles in your ear that move and they create sound <clears throat> into a like, they create a mechanical stimulus that creates like a, a chemical that that's how we hear sound. Um, <clears throat> so e even in my voice, even in things that we hear, even in God's word and his breath, like there's like real intimacy there. Like there's real touch. It's neat. It's neat. Um, <clears throat> the church is the body of Christ. Christ gives us these bodies to help to help understand who he is. And also the church is both the means and the goal of God's plan. Prefigured in creation, prepared for in the old covenant, founded by the words and actions of Jesus Christ, fulfilled by his redeeming cross and resurrection. The church has been manifested as the mystery of salvation by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. She'll be perfected in the glory of heaven as the assembly of all the redeemed and of the earth. So we're already in like the part of God's plan. Um, God, God, he, he doesn't have like a plan B. Like he doesn't need a plan B. So like everything that he desired for us, <clears throat> he still can make happen. All we have to do is say yes. And in a sense, like that's, that's our participation in the Holy Spirit the love between the Father and the Son, <clears throat> which he extends to all of his children. But for us to just experience that love, and it's just, it's expressed in, in who we are individually as people. It's, it's really cool. So last page, what is the church? If you're wondering, it's the people of God, the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's the church. It's not just, it's not this building, right? Like, like here it said, we are the church. <clears throat> the people of God, the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's Trinitarian itself. <laughs> um, yeah, all in one, like all in one. And what is the church? The church is one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. The church is one because of all the differences <clears throat> that are in the church, all the diversities, they're, they're unified. And to one God, one faith, one baptism, one body, we have one body, <clears throat> one spirit for the sake of one hope. The church is holy, right? It's full of people that are unholy, but the church is holy because the church is the body of Christ, the bridegroom who gave himself up for her in a perfect gift. <clears throat> The church is Catholic. We know that because we're here, right? But what does that mean? Uh, it means universal. <clears throat> she proclaims the fullness of the faith. She bears in herself and administers the totality of the means of salvation. Universal and total. She's sent to all people, speaks to all men, encompasses all times. And my favorite is missionary in her very nature, which I think is a better way of just saying uh, it's like faith in action. It's it's like it's just an expression of of the truth. 
<clears throat> and the church is apostolic, which is kind of what I just said. She's built on this foundation. She's indestructible. She's upheld infallibly in the truth. Christ governs her through Peter and the apostles who presented in their successors, the Pope and the College of Bishops. <clears throat> so the church is designed to grow and expand and be a gift, to be a gift um, like the apostles were. So um, that's like, a, that's hopping in the Lamborghini, flying like 60 to 90, going like, this is the Holy Spirit. That was a crazy ride. This is a little bit about the church. There's a few questions just for you to think about or maybe like talk with with a significant other or somebody that you're here um, <clears throat> after. Um, just things that might just stir up a little bit from from what I got to share with you. Um, and so um, with that, thanks for sticking around. Um, and I think if I'm right, Mark, um, there's opportunities for for open questions um, and we can write it out with that. <clears throat>